The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Tuesday, boys and girls. Welcome in to another episode of the podcast that is normally, well, it's always live somewhere. But we are on live YouTube, on live on Twitter, replayed Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Grid Television as well. Dave Sherapin is going to shock you all today because uh, you come on and Dave Hatless is not what we're used to seeing here on mm-hmm. a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If you've not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you need to go do that for us, please. Get us to 2,000 by the time we get to the Super Bowl. Dave Sherapin, Matt Peralt with you here once again on a Tuesday. Black is for who, Dave? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Eagles. Got to have black. It's over. Steelers. Gotta have black. It's over. The state of Pennsylvania, all of it. Goodbye. All of it. Goodbye. Done. Finish. Kaput. Crap. It's, I mean, Steelers gave me an inkling of hope when I got down seven. I said, geez, if they get a stop here and Mason goes down and ties this game, whoo. And that didn't, that didn't happen. They right. went right down and scored. We'll get into all that. The Eagles, 100% the wrong side, 100% the team that was done, done. Everything you said was absolutely right. I was hoping and dreaming, wishing, wanting. It's okay. They, they, they didn't have it. They never had it. So we have the Tampa Bay stuff. We'll get to that. That's it. It's just, but why know. are you going through a self-imposed hat ban? Like when I was losing – I couldn't win a bet. That's why I said, okay, I'm not wearing a hat on the show until I win. This is jarring for people. What what is the reasoning for no hat? Oh, Dave Sherapin. No, no, no. It's it, we, we got I have like we don't have a show tomorrow. Okay. We are so off. Correct. I gotta get in all the hats today. <laughs> I didn't know which one to start with. I got hats. There will be hats on the show. Guys, bet the over oh. on the hats for me today, but you know, we got we got a lot of things happening today over here. We got Big Ken Sig is leaving for college tomorrow. We got flights. Let's hope we get out of here. Why wouldn't you? There's a lot of flights being canceled yesterday, today. Because of the East Coast, not because of Vegas. Here. Right. Well, we're yeah, going yeah. east. Right, 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 right. So we got to make sure that we're good and we get out of here. But it's very calm right here. Direct? Yes, to Philadelphia. All right, well, that's better. At least because. Oh, no, 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 no. We got to stop. No, 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 no. Stop it in the Midwest. Okay. Stop it in the Midwest. Uh That's right. Uh oh. Yeah. O'Hare? No. Okay. Uh, St. Louis. Oh, not that bad. I like that airport. St. Louis Airport is nice. Okay. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, that, that's Missouri. That you you worry about ice storms in Missouri, but you don't worry about too many with the delays. So that's not too horrible. Who stops in Missouri? American? That's no, no, no. Uh, Southwest. Oh, okay. We, 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 had, we could pick between Chicago, St. Louis, or Dallas. And I oh, said St. Louis pick. has the less, least chances of 
delays. If something happens in Dallas, it's like shut it down. Good boy. No, it's good. Yeah. There's no way too much happening to begin the, with. And then the only benefit of flying to Love Field in Dallas is you don't fly into DFW. You're flying Southwest almost has their own airport. So that makes it a little easier because it's less it's less likely to be delayed. But the weather <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> you have January tornadoes in January thunderstorms in the afternoon in Texas, but the temperatures being as cold as they are right now in Texas, who knows? I mean, not getting thunderstorms down there, but yeah, that's a good pick. Pick in St. Louis is that's a, that's a good pick for that. So again, guys, no show tomorrow. We will do the show on Thursday and Friday, but how we do it is going to be a little bit right now. We're kind of efforting to see how it's going to go. And I don't know the time because it's going to be kind of indicative as to what you're doing, Dave, and what time works for you. So yeah. we're going to kind of send you to the East coast. And then like on Thursday morning, you get up and say, all right, I'm good for this window. And it may only be an hour and maybe well, an hour and a half. Was, the plan was around two o'clock ish Eastern. That's what well, that's right. That's right now. That's on time. Right. I have, I have put that out there into okay. the ether. If you could see what's going on on the other side of these walls right now, I can imagine it's a lot of, I mean, it's, it's she's going away, away. She's a lot of stress. She's going far. I mean, I didn't go that far away to college. I went for a two and a half hour drive. Correct. I went so, to Penn State. Same thing. It was two and a half, three hours. And uh, she's going to you guys in the five chat. Hour flight. <laughs> like yeah. it's 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 far far. Like this is not like mom. I'm bored for the weekend. I'm coming home. Like it's you know she's going away for months now. So right. I get it. I mean, it's high anxiety, high stress. You know baby birds flying away it's 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 all sorts of anxiety for everybody in the house so i get it so yeah so thursday just that's the plan that's the plan but, but you know plans can be changed that's the thing about the show is that we can move it around if we have to right. so stay tuned this is why being in the discord channel bvbshow.com is really important because we can keep you guys well we'll do it on twitter but it's not as you know it's not as, as easily you can scroll past it you can miss it on Discord, right. I can go ahead and at everybody, and then you guys can all see it. You'll all be notified. So turn your notifications on if you haven't for the Discord channel. But free Discord channel, free download. Go to the App Store, get Discord, and then bvbshow.com. Put you right in, mm. and you're good to go. And so I can tell you about Thursday, Friday for the shows, because obviously a lot of football will be had. A lot of football will be bet coming up here. So let's get into the game. What happened? Well, Without I look like Uncle Junior from Sopranos. <sighs> Am I getting that in the chat? I mean, you get big, you put big, uh, the glasses, you need Coke bottle glasses, then maybe we would see it. Uh, I guess, I don't you know, need, but. Those those is... espresso colored glasses don't, that doesn't scream old person, except eh, maybe it does. It screams Miami to me. Mr. Worldwide? Pitbull? <laughs> little <laughs> bit right there? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I can see Pitbull. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Me at the hotel room. Yeah. Don't get me started. Yep. So without, right. without TJ Watt, your team gets bounced 31-17, another double-digit loss. It's the first, it's the fifth straight opening round loss for Mike Tomlin in the postseason, the fourth by double digits. As a Steeler fan, where are you this morning with the franchise that just lost to the Bills? I'm able to see it without being in the the, the crucible of home. Because at home, everybody's like, they haven't had a playoff win since whenever. They always look at the negative. Mm -hmm. They made the playoffs with the third string quarterback. They did not have their best player, top five league best player on defense yesterday. 
and were around. I didn't think they were going to win. I never did. But, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're, they're ready to just, what are you going to make big changes? You're going to do all this other stuff? Like, you're always being measured against the top. Right. They beat the Ravens two times this season. Now, the situation was strange and all that other stuff. It's not that far off. I I don't know. I'm good with, you know, being in the playoffs is good, but being not competitive to winning it all stinks. They've been in that mode for a decade, feels like. What do you make of, like, so the expectations for the team was eight and a half wins. Right. They make the playoffs. Three teams in the division make the playoffs. Hold on. Uncle Fester. Man, Uncle Fester? <laughs> that was I mean, come on. A little bit? That ain't right. They're saying there's all there's all sorts of um people making different types of analogies as to what as to put what put it we... in the chat. P Roll to put the best ones up. You really Be want no, don't, don't no. take your shots while you can't because there ain't no show tomorrow. <laughs> Uncle Fester, Addison, I see you. Don't worry, if my flight gets delayed or something, I might, I might be in Indianapolis anyway looking for you too. Howie Mandel. <laughs> I'll sign for that, I guess. You look 68 years old. <laughs> Damn it, JJ. Being mean, man. <laughs> uh, well, no. JJ and I, I went down to Circa last night. That's going okay. to be part of my favorite thing about today. But I saw Stewart and I uh, saw JJ, and he's all over Tampa. He loves Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield was in Carolina, and he stunk. Uh, yes, he did. And now he's, you know, he's doing it and wanted me to give him his exact. Uh, but he was standing next to JJ, and he said, if me and you were standing next to each other and we ask 100 people who's older, 95 are going to say me instead of him. I think his number's off. A little. Because he's, he's almost little. 10 years older than me. A little. <laughs> but that's okay. But he has a nice full head of hair. He does. Colberg, Daniel G, <laughs> my, my brother. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Elmer Fudd kind of works. Don't make me. I got the headband right You here. do. The headband, the, 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 the headband works. So you do, with, with that, you 100% look like Elmer Fudd with the headband from Space Jam. Alex 100%. Caruso. That too. That's the yeah. guy. That, that too. So here's where I am with your team. Yes. At, at eight and a half wins that we thought, they win 10 games. They make the postseason. They're playing with a third-string quarterback. I think it was a, it was a good season. I, I, I think it was successful. I, I don't – I know the bar in places like Pittsburgh and New England and everybody else. I mean, when you win championships, you can't accept anything else but a victory. Right. You got you, you, you to be on the top. It's a professional sports. We don't play for moral victories. I get all of that. Especially you, the boss, the guy you're talking about right. that all the time. Right. But if I'm looking at where the team is and where the health of the franchise is, I'd much rather be the Pittsburgh Steelers than the Eagles. Like, I would much rather be where Pittsburgh is in their culture and their talents and what's happening in their locker room than the abject dumpster fire happening you know, to the east in the same state. Yeah. That felt like a nuclear bomb went off for the Eagles last night. That really felt... Uh, Jalen Hurts, sorry, Will, doesn't give a fuck. Like, he 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 don't he don't care about... 
he when they say that guy speaks, you know, he he speaks in in Nike t-shirt cliches like what Kincaid told us the other day. It really is true. Like he's good. Like I got mine, guys. Like I'm I'm good. I'm he, he people say like, oh, he's unfazed by the pressure. He's got a guy in Dallas Goddard yelling at him on the sidelines, and he's looking straight ahead. Like he's just like, I'm good. Like what? I mean, how's your bank account? Your bank account good. My my bank account's pretty good. Like what? Why are you upset, man? Like he has no chill, no fear, no issue. Losing, winning, don't matter to him. When you're winning, it comes off as, you know, expecting to win, confident. When you're losing, it comes off like you don't give a flying flip about anything that's going on on the football field. I'll tell you what, it was, I'm watching it and I'm going, yeah, there's no, sorry, Will, there's no give a shit here. Like they, they, the Steelers were still trying to score with two minutes left. Yep. They were still playing football. Whatever happened in that locker room, whether it's Sirianni, I heard it's Patricia. I, I I heard he disjointed because he was placed there and no one in that room wants him there. Fine, but what so what's the offense excuse? <laughs> I mean, you can make you can say it's the Matt Patricia blew up the entire locker room offense and defense. He caused Jalen Hurts they to brought a guy down a safety from the top and, eh. and, and planted him in there. That's so He's not one convenient. Of them. It's so convenient to blame the latest guy they, in. They've been saying this for a few weeks. They sucked I, before he got there. It's why he wound up getting there because the team sucked. They had to put him in because the defense was horrible. Everybody left. Yeah, but you had the reason why Matt Patricia became the defensive coordinator for the Eagles because they couldn't stop anybody. They were getting ripped after the Niners game. They got embarrassed, had to make a change. So what? What do you? What's the reason why you got destroyed by the 49ers? It wasn't Matt Patricia. He wasn't there yet. <laughs> so like you can't like you, it doesn't work to blame Matt Patricia. I'm just telling you what I heard, and when you right. looked at it on the sideline, you looked like. No one was on the same page. You nope. see a team like Houston play, and everybody's on the same page. And I mean, and they're winning. You see a team that's losing, and that's the reaction. Nobody's on the same page. Everybody's on their own book. So that's my point. We'll get more to the Eagles in a second, but that's my point on the Steelers. Because if I'm a Steeler fan, and you are, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, look, we didn't have TJ Watt. Like, like that was my take with the Patriots defense without Matthew Judon and Christian Gonzalez last year. Right. I was like, is the team a unit? Yes. Are they playing hard? Yes. Are they still hard to play against? Yes. Like the, the Steelers went into a game with one hand tied behind their back. And for at least a half, if it wasn't for the interception in the end zone, I mean, that was really the killer. Like that, the, 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 look, I'm sorry, but there should have been three fumbles, not two. Like that was a fumble on, <laughs> on the sideline that they gave back to your team because they didn't want to blow out to happen. I don't is know it, what a fumble is. Anymore. It was seven nothing fumble, fourteen nothing fumble. It would have been twenty one nothing. Game over. Everyone turn it off. Like that's how that should have gone. The fact that it, they say it touched his helmet while he was out of bounds, I was like, give me a break. That was a fumble that should have gone to Buffalo, but it didn't matter regardless. Game for the game script or for the total or for anything, it didn't matter. Right. But I still think that Steeler team was fighting hard for their coach. They're playing hard for each other. So. I, I mean, they got a couple of bad breaks in the second half. They were still trying to win the game. Even when the game was over, they were still trying the complete opposite of what happened in the, in the late game. So 
Mike Tomlin gets asked, and I look, one day you and I are going to be in a place where we can play video because this video is so good that he was asked the question about his contract, and Mike Tomlin (laughs) did not even answer. He just turned and walked off. He 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 just went up oh, and I'm out. <laughs> like it was he had just... the, he had that beanie on. <laughs> he just froze his ass off outside, lost the game, and this and that. And she asked about the contract, and he went like this. He was, he was and it just went. <laughs> he just walked. It just walked off. Like waited yeah. for the question to finish. Right. Didn't and say a like... word. Just walked right off. And he probably got behind the door and said, "Well." That was better than what I was going to say. <laughs> Probably so. Right? right. Probably so. Like you better can, to say nothing than to say something. Yeah. I better agree. to say nothing <laughs> than say something bad. And the action said as loud as any words he would have said, the action made everybody go, oh, he's right. not interested in talking about his contract. Well, I understand why you have to ask the question, but I understand the answer. Like that's oh, yeah. not the appropriate time. It, it, it's very difficult you have to be in a different mindset to be able to answer that question without getting in trouble. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know, you don't know. Or if you want it to be a certain way and you think it might not be, you can't say it right there no. because you're emotional and you might say something wrong. So I get it. That video was great. See, here, look, sincere question. Is it his responsibility to answer? Is it the journalist's responsibility to ask? Both. No and yes. Okay, you can ask. You can ask any question you want. But the problem is, if you ask a question, you have to be okay with whatever the answer is going to be. And sometimes the answer is no. Or I'm just not going to be here to answer the question. I'm going to walk off. Right. So I, I have no problem with what Mike did. None. Coaches deciding, hey, I got a year left. Ask me in July. Like, ask me at training camp. Like, we can get into it then. Right now? not talking about my contract you give them a clippable soundbite that you don't really need to be clipped like him saying nothing that's going to be millions and millions of views but it's still saying nothing well that's- the action says i'm not answering that question that's what the answer right. that's what well, the action says act that's better than not than answering the question with i'm not answering that question and because there's well, a there follow-up Right, follow up. They don't stop. You're right. But what if there is an issue between ownership and Mike Tomlin? And what if there is something where Mike Tomlin would say something or air? We know that the family, the Rooney's do not like to negotiate in public. They're private people. They don't like any drama around any coach. They've had three in, in my life. So they don't like this. It's better to keep it quiet. Just don't say anything because you know, eventually you'll have your time. If you need to explain the story, you'll be able you'll be able to. But he's the coach next year if he wants to be. Doesn't want to be. Different story. Uh, the last word. Thank you for being in the chat and asking a question. That's a great question. He came in and said, after that that you posted, human got to see the other human in the situation. In my opinion, he just fought hard and lost, but had a good season. Not the moment. That sounds great. It is the moment. You can ask it. You but, just have to but, be cool with the answer. And, and because if you don't ask the question as the journalist, you go back to your boss and they say, why didn't you ask him about his contract? Well, was it the right time? He just fought a hard game. Okay, you're fired. We're going to go get somebody that's going <laughs> to ask that question. Right. Like, 
that's a bad spot. Right. I've been in that spot. Do you did you used to do the post game? Yep. Sometimes when teams lost the post game, it was worse than a funeral. And I remember thinking, it's a game. Like just answer the question. But for a lot of guys, it's their contract, it's their life. They're not comfortable. Oh, I've losing. been ripped. I've been pulled it's, aside numerous times oh, in my I career. Believe that. I, I I've been pulled aside by either SIDs or the coach him or herself have pulled me aside and said, do me a favor. Ask that in private. You you can ask me that question. Don't okay. ask me that on the podium. Okay. Don't ask me on in front of the cameras. I'll give you an answer, but I'm not giving like do it on your radio show. Let's do it somewhere else. But don't do it when I'm up there. Fair. Because when you're up there, you're scrutinized like every muscle twitch gets scrutinized. Right. Did, did you blink wrong? Did you look the other way? Did you right? <sighs> like every sigh gets, you know, yeah. dissected. So they would rather, if you're going to ask me the question, give me a chance to give a real long answer versus a quick soundbite of like, I'm back. Right. Or I have one year left because then the headline tomorrow is coach says, I have one year left. Is Tomlin <laughs> leaving? Does right. that mean coach is not going to be here? You know, you can spin it and twist it any way you want as a headline writer based upon the answer to that question. So it's better just to say nothing. But there is a real question about who the quarterback next year is going to be for this football team. Kenny Pickett was healthy the last two weeks. He could have started this playoff game. He did not. Mason Rudolph did. What do you think happens with Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, in the quarterback room? Did the he draft? do enough to be considered for the starting job in Pittsburgh? I don't know. It's obvious they don't trust him. If in their eyes he did enough, they say to him, come back and compete for the job. It's an open competition. Whether it is or not, I don't know. you got to make that decision. If you're him, do you believe them? I do, but who is the competition against? Kenny Pickett. What do you mean? There's no, the, who is the Trubisky. other person fighting for the job? Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett. You think all three come back? No, Trubisky's gone. So then you think Rudolph's back? If you want to come back and compete, if this is the plan... Oh, I don't know. I, mean, See, I, I think they're, they're going to draft somebody. Over. Gonna I think they're going to both out and go get Justin Fields. That's possible, but I think they're going to go. I think the more likely situation is that you have, you keep one, the other two are gone and you draft a quarterback, you bring them in, you let them all both compete and say, go ahead. Or you bring in a veteran to compete against Pickett. Rudolph and Trubisky are not the answer. No, right? they're not both staying. I think, right. I think they're both gone and keep them. I think Rudolph's going to find a better job somewhere or they'll trade him. I think there's value trading Mason Rudolph right now. You can go get something for him and then bring in a veteran quarterback, bring in, do like what Tampa just did with Baker Mayfield. Like, go find somebody who can play or has played before, bring him in and then see, okay, Kenny, can you win the job? Joe Flacco wouldn't be a horrible idea. In Pittsburgh? Yeah. People saying to me, Russell Wilson. Okay, that too. Same, same mo, like same, like that mold of thirty-plus-year-old quarterback who has been somewhat of a journeyman or needs a new home, and he's done it before in a with a with a receiving core that's good. I mean, I'm envious as a Patriot fan. I am envious of what Pittsburgh has from a receiving core with Johnson and Pickens and Fryermuth. There's guys to throw the ball to. If if in two running backs, if I'm a quarterback, I'm like, yo, man, let's go. Like I got guys to go. If you could get. George Pickens to buy in and he might buy into a veteran. Someone who said, I mean, maybe it's Russell Wilson. I've done this before. I've taken guys and elevated them into all pro type wide receivers. 
I'm going to get you the football. That offense has potential. Now, the play calling is is what it is. And who's the OC? That's going to be a very interesting Mike Tomlin conversation. And I know everybody in Pittsburgh wants a new, young, up-and-coming you know, play caller to come in. And maybe he's in the college ranks. You bring him up and try to run the offense. But he's got to fit with what, with what Tomlin wants to do. And he's a conservative coach by nature. So, I don't know. I... I'm I'm not a Steeler fan, and I look at the Steelers, and I'm like, there's building blocks there to be really good next year. Like mm. they can be right back in the conversation if they get the quarterback spot right. It sounds all very interesting, but you're not buying I, it. <laughs> I, I I I don't want a B Allen Burr guy I used to do. He's at win bet still, but like he sent me the text like, oh, you're gonna get Russell Wilson next year. I'm like. Please, I don't think that's the answer. Bringing in a veteran quarterback from outside at this point is going to, they're going to have to come in with the way Baker came in. Now, don't forget, and LL said it in the chat Baker's a number one draft pick overall and only 28 years old. Able to get on board with the whole team and say, come on in, follow me. I'm going to do this with us. And they were talking about it last night, how how he embraced the whole thing because he was realized that this was an opportunity that he needed after Cleveland and that Ram stint and everything else. He fixed the whole persona, Baker Mayfield. Everybody had him out. I mean, he's, he's right back in. Why is black, it, no, and black why? and yellow would not look right. One star. Who cares what it looks like? Right. It's not what? working. He's he done. knows the division. I don't think he's done at all. I think if you give Joe Flacco a chance to play next year, Joe Flacco is going to play next year. 100%. For a starting job? Yeah, 100%, Joe Flacco. His kids, it's why he went back. His kids are old enough to remember. He just lit the league on fire in the second half of the league. He just stunk in the playoffs. Oh, I I 100%. If you guys get a chance to get Flacco, Steelers should jump at it. 100% bringing him in. He's go to New cheap. England. Let him go to New England. I don't know if you really want a quarterback who is like 10 years older than the head coach. Really want that? <laughs> that doesn't look good. He's 37 years old. He's the youngest coach in the league. Gerard Mayo is going to draft a rookie and start a rookie game one. That's going to be a growth process. Really? Yeah, that's going to be a growth process for both. He's going to draft a 22-year-old kid, and they're both going to grow up together. Remember what the Bengals did? The Bengals are the blueprint there. Young and experienced head coach, new quarterback, rookie. Together, they grow together. Wowza. Yeah, that's the MO. Oh, good point, D. Weezy. Mitch was the third pick in the draft. That's a good point. That's true. Wasn't a good pick. Oh, wow. That's crazy. They were drafted the same year. <laughs> that's amazing. They'd be the same age then, both 37. I thought he was older. I thought Flacco was like 40. Right. So, so but I, still, I don't know. That's how I know you Steeler fans do not want Joe Flacco. I know that would, you'd be angry about that. But if that's what I would do, if I was looking at, Available quarterbacks who I know can play in the weather, can handle the pressure, knows the division. I mean, he'd have revenge games against the almost, almost the entire division against the, the, the Ravens and the Browns. <laughs> It'd be awesome. I'm in yeah. on it. I, 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 no. Let me ask you this. If Josh Allen, who ran for 74 yards and a touchdown in that game, if he runs like this in the postseason, what happens for the Bills? Mm. He I mean, plays if he like runs this. and then 
fake slides and then keeps going and then gets a touchdown. <laughs> Is that what you mean? That kind of run. <laughs> you faked it. You guys, but you guys bit on the fake. It's legal. The legal it's, it's so now I'm playing defense, right? Yeah. And a guy fake slides yep. and keeps going. So the next time he slides, I ain't letting him fake. Never nothing. Right. I'm, yep. I'm running to hit him in the chest. He yep. slides and I go, I'm running. I don't know, 28 miles an hour. I can't stop. I put my hands up, roll over and graze them on the way down. And it's a 15-yard penalty <laughs> because the guy gets up and says, he hit me when I was sliding. Yep. And the ref says, Unless you're Justin Fields, and then the flag never comes out. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> He'll never get flagged for anything. Yeah. So if he runs like that, yeah, they, 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 could, they could beat Kansas City this week. Two-and-a-half-point favorites up to three. I don't think it's a could. They're going to beat Kansas City. But the question they is, are? can they win it all? They're going to be here. They're going to be here. They're going to be here. Is my question. We got so many people watching the show from a lot of different places, but we got a big contingent in Maryland. Yep. I see Jay Dow and KD Dow in the chat right I now. It's going to be one, two, one, three. It's chalk, chalk. AFC is one, two, three, four. This is chalk, chalk. We're seeing very, very chalky final fours. Kansas City can't win. Not can't. Not saying they cannot. Of course they can. I mean, they have a Hall of Fame quarterback, they have a Hall of Fame tight end. This is the first time he's going on the road in his career. Can he win on the road? Sure. Cold of Buffalo, different story than cold of Arrowhead. It was colder in Arrowhead, by the way. Correct. Different story than when the crowd's quiet and you can operate and you're freezing. You can't hear your brain is not clicking properly. You're so cold. They're quiet for you. Can't believe it. Full bore screaming at you the entire time is a completely different situation, and you got to go silent count on the road in the cold. Good luck. Can, can you imagine? Can you imagine if the Chiefs win? Oh, I can't well, they can't be. I mean, the Ravens are beating them, so I, it, even the Chiefs. Do, oh, the Chiefs aren't coming here, so Ravens are coming here. No one's beating the Ravens. Ravens are gonna. Ravens will will be here. Wait, if the Bills beat the Chiefs, they can't beat the Ravens. Nope. Oh. Nope, I don't believe I don't, the Ravens are coming to Vegas. I, I've, I've said this for a month, a month and a half now that I, I the way and they get, they're getting Mark Andrews back the health. Uh, I'm serious. The Niners and the Ravens having a buy is so massive. Yeah, it's it so big it, to, to have this rest, to be able to get healthy, to get everyone on the same page. I mean, they're laughing. They're kicking their heels up. I know there's a rust versus rust, a uh, rest versus rust argument to have, but in uh -huh. this 18 week, Season 17 game schedule. Man, is rest a big deal. <laughs> These teams are tired. These teams really look at the injuries that Buffalo suffered on defense. I mean, my God, their backup, the, the, the starters got hurt and then the backups got hurt for Buffalo. It has to be, it's already hard enough to play in those conditions. When you're playing on cement dressed oh. as turf, you see guys go down and then it's like that, you know, Whatever, there's a pain or something. It's different. Guys got hurt all over. It's very difficult to play in that. On top of the fact they gave the one seeds the game on Saturday, they gave even a bigger advantage because the opponent has a short week. They play Saturday now. I mean, well, Houston, 
Houston's got to go and play. I guess they played Saturday too. So I, Houston guess play, I was going to say yeah. Houston played Saturday. Green Bay's the only one that played Sunday. Yeah. So they, they so, got to go play San Fran on a short that's week. Fine. And that's then fine. They, they, I mean, I'm good with the schedule. The schedule's perfect. Awesome. The schedule's I, awesome. I, Saturday and Sunday are going to be very good. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be on the East Coast time, so that's going to feel Enjoy different. that. <laughs> you got this game at 8.30 at night. <laughs> right. Or whatever time this game on Sunday Night Football is starting. Yeah. Enjoy that. Well, 3 and 6.30 on Sunday. P- so Eastern time? Fair. Yeah, 3 p.m. Oh, and 6.30 p.m. Wow. So we have a noon and 3.30 kick Pacific time. How awesome is that on Sunday? Oh, we I had love our love first. It. Yeah, we had our first oh, feel of East Coast time all season Sunday when there was no Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, so the that Dallas sucked. game didn't start till 1.30. It felt oh, like we, all damn morning. It did. <laughs> I was like, I cleaned my garage. I told you. I, I talked was, to you. you know, I'm like, like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm cleaning the garage. It's not. <laughs> it's nice outside. I'm cleaning the garage. And it's like got spring cleaning. To the games. And I'm like, oh, good. Okay. I, mean, I had nothing else to do. I was like, what am I going to do for two and a half hours? It's like, all right. I've been putting off the garage for the last month. All right. It's nice outside. Let's go clean the garage. <laughs> I jumped in and got the laundry started. My own. There you go. Needed to be done for weeks, and before the the kids got going because she's got to get everything washed and packed before we go. So I I did like I don't know four or five six loads of laundry. So three of you going right? Yeah, me, Jess, and Kylie. Three you going for five days, six days? Uh, come back Tuesday morning. So five days. How many suitcases is she bringing? All of them. I get to, I get a little corner of one and Jessica gets the corner of the same what, one. What, what number is all, all of them? them? What's all of them? What number is that? Six minimum. We Holy get two bags a person. So she's bringing, she told six. me. you Six. Yeah. Yeah. Six bags. Wow. That's, I mean. It, you guys are going to be like the, the little people going on like European vacation. You're going to yes. be stacking. It's like, it's, yep. And get yep. to the airport. You're going to be like trying to reel. reel. Oh. You can't see around your bags. They're too high. I, oh, I just pay everybody. I put the priority tags on here's uh-huh. i just start you know like the papap calls himself the duke of earl he's always tipping everybody when he goes yep. everywhere that's me i'll be th- look please get these bags these have to get to philadelphia right. please right. these have to get to philadelphia because you know what's going to happen one bag will be missing, and it'll yep. have and they'll have the valuables have, of have course. everything that she needs her jewelry everything else she wants oh, she yeah. furious. the one thing yeah. yeah, that's just the yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, first glance, first guess: Buffalo, KC, Bills, Chiefs. Who wins? We have the whole week to break it down, but just <sighs> the the numbers screams that you you take the Chiefs. To me, mm-hmm. under three, sure. Yeah, will this go to three? This is going up, is it not? Uh yeah. Uh, I mean, this is going to go up. So. Again, it's just it's it's the logistics of the book. It's yeah, Tuesday. they want Buffalo money to come in to drive it to three. It's the biggest handle game. The whole weekend rolls to it. It's Mahomes, it's Josh Allen, it's che- it's this is the biggest handle game of the season. Huge. You don't want to get to three on Tuesday. Okay. You don't want it. It's two and a half minus 20. I wouldn't put it past it with the modern day bookmaking procedures and practices that they go to minus two and a half minus a quarter and start messing with the money line and stuff. Nobody wants to get to three. First one to three loses because you probably don't move it again. 
So, so the closing number will be three. Bills minus three. Shocked if not. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It hit briefly three last night. CDW said it hit yes. briefly. Oh, okay. Bam. Right back. It was hit. It was hit right back down you, once it got to you, three. You can't get on three on Monday night with 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 the whole week to go. I agree with Tony here. It's the old chief. People are betting like it's the old chiefs. They ain't the old chiefs. They scored twenty six oh, no, points. There's no question. Put it. Put give it the Tuesday look right now. Bills Chiefs. Who you got? But we'll we'll put a poll in the chat. Okay, we just on. got the the influx of people. Eleven fifty eight Pacific. Two fifty eight Eastern. A bunch of people just rolled in. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Um, vote. When you watch the show live, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. p Roll, we might be at 2,000 before the Super Bowl. It's really? Awesome. Yeah. Well, that'd be yeah, cool. We're on pace. Um, we're on pace? All right. Bills by 10. Oh, my. Bills, Chiefs. First poll will be up here in one second. If you're watching on the chat, it'll pop up on the screen. Vote. There it is. And we'll keep track of the votes. Yeah, my gusset my get is me heavy, heavy, heavy bills. Like, like yep. Bill, Bills, no doubt. Bills, no doubt. Chris Kramer, Bills, Kyle Meyer. Bills by 10. Bills by 10, Andy O. Bills. Claire check. Bills. Bills. Everyone. I mean, it's Playing it's better ball. Yeah. I mean, Bills. Might be an under game, maybe. I mean, the Chiefs offense can't score. So 46. See, here's my question for the for – my last question this we'll move on to the Eagles game. Is, and I got to figure this out. What I, I, I have the Ravens at 11-1 to 1 to win the AFC Championship game. I'd rather bet the Bills to win the AFC Championship game and then have them win this game against Kansas City and not have to do anything next week. And wait, 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 wait. That, that Ravens ticket is to just win the AFC? Yeah. Oh. Just to win next week. So two weeks. So – they're going to be the, they're going to, I mean, they could get shocked. I guess CJ Stroud could build a whole, you know, <laughs> the, the build a statue for him now in Houston if he beats, he beats Lamar on the road. But I think they win that game and then it's Ravens, Bills. It could be Ravens, Chiefs. I may buy them both and just buy both to win the AFC and not to worry and just kick my heels up and go, okay, I'm guaranteed to make money. I don't know. Right. I got to think about how I'm going to, how I'm going to play that out as, as the week goes. But yeah, it's just to win the AFC is 11 to 1. For the Ravens, so it's fantastic. Yeah, so I'm in a good spot there. Uh, Eagles got embarrassed by Tampa. Which loss was worse, Eagles or the Cowboys? I don't think it's close. I think it, what's worse is I think Eagles 100%. I don't think it's even close. I think it's Eagles. Eagles loss is way worse than the Cowboys loss. It's yep. way because the way that it happened, the infighting, they only scored nine points. They gave up like they just stopped trying. Cowboys were still scoring. They scored 32 points in that game I mean, they were still trying. <laughs> I was texting back and forth with a couple of dear friends from Philadelphia, not newbie or these are my college friends, Norm, and a couple other guys who are lifelong Eagle fans. They were so mad. They were so just like they got to blow it all up. It's right. done. It's There's right. nothing there. It looks like Jalen just drops back and just chucks it. Like he looks around and goes, just throw it away. Like throw it deep. We'll just throw it up. Like what was that? I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's an unbelievable question. I mean, I don't know what what happened. They were one in six down the stretch. They like they like if you were ranking teams right now, like 
I could find like 25 teams in the league that I would rank higher than the Eagles right now with the way they're playing. 25? Yeah. I mean, they would be the bottom third easy of the league, if not bottom, you know, fifth of the league. There's so many teams playing better that were playing better at the end of the year. The yeah. Patriots are playing better at the end of the year than this team was. Yeah. And the Eagles just, their defense is so bad. Their secondary is absolute trash. I mean, trash. <laughs> Baker <laughs> Baker Mayfield threw for 337 yards and three touchdowns. The tackling last night was abjectly the worst tackling I've seen in a playoff game in a really long time. I was going to say, you know, I played football up until my freshman year of high school. But, like, we used to say, I just always harken back to the drills. The tackling drill, they used to teach you chest on chest. Wrap up. Put your chest on the other guy's chest and wrap up. They weren't even grabbing jerseys yesterday. They were like, I, they, they, they were like, oh, wait, are you going to go down? Go down. Go down. Oh, no, he didn't go down. Oh, no. It was, just, it was unbelievable. Was like It was the least physical defensive performance. It was embarrassing. They allowed, I, they, guy, they allowed a guy from a D2 school to go 70 yards on him. Like, it doesn't matter where he went. I'm just saying, like, dudes that, like, aren't used to going to the house are going to the house on you. Like, it was un- – watching that game, I was like, I know they're trash, but this is even trash for them. Like, this was even a bad game for a trash secondary. I, I couldn't believe it. It just – when they completed that long pass and made it 16 to nine. Right. Don't forget Mike point. Evans dropped a touchdown in the first half too. Right. I mean, <laughs> a but long they, one. They kicked the extra point. There's a penalty. And now we put the ball on the one and he, Sirianni says, we're going for two. Yep. Get back out there. We'll just do the tush push. And instead it'll be 16 instead of 16, 10, it'll be 16, 11. Right. Yep. Nope. They got stopped. And right then, you I knew. was like, uh-oh. okay, uh-oh. Because you now, knew what they did. They practiced that all week. That defensive right. line, that's all they did right. was practice that over and over and over yeah. again, saying you're going to have to do this at some point during the game. You're going to have to stop this. And that defense for the Bucks against the run, they can't stop the pass either. But that's why I liked Tampa so much, because Eagles couldn't run. But they couldn't throw because they didn't have AJ Brown. And then, man, that safety in the end zone—that was it. Like that was that was the white flag. That I was gonna say. So it's sixteen to nine. I asked the question on the Twitter. You know, here's the line. Tampa was still favored in the mm-hmm. game. It was Tampa minus three and a half for the game. It's over. It's done. That means that halftime line will tell you what the odds makers and the books are thinking. It's it's over. The only way it's not is if Philadelphia comes out with the ball in the first, second half and scores. Mm-hmm. Three and out punt. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And then they stop Tampa. Okay, they're deep in their own end safety. Now the game's over, over. That was it. There was never a shot after that. I, I just I kept saying um, to the dog because no one else was home, but when Jess and the <laughs> girls came home, they're like, well, what are you going to do with all that Eagle stuff too you got because – your Steelers stuff you got to put away. You know, they were giving it to me all day. Right. Because right. they, they took down all the decorations. Everything went to storage. 
And they said, give us all your Steeler hats and jackets. You won't need them anymore. They're going to lose today. <laughs> you guys are all funny. <laughs> and then when they came back, they said, we, you want to make a second run and put all the Eagle stuff there too? I'm like, wow. Okay. You'll see. So, yeah, it was done. It was done. That's it. But so, is, is Tampa, like, are you ready to advance the ball with Tampa? Detroit better be ready. They better be ready. That's all I'm saying. You better, better be, be ready. ready like Tampa can go there and win? Yes. Oh, bro. You better be ready. That's all I got to say is they Detroit better oh. be ready. If they think they got a layup coming to town, they got another thing coming. That indoor team, game. Indoor, indoor game with a pass-happy team that likes to rip it, and they're playing with house money. And that, and that Lions defense did not look great at times in that game against the Rams. Puka Nakua went for 185 yards. You got two receivers to worry about, really four to worry about now for Tampa. It's the same handicap to me. It's the same handicap I just did. The difference is it's on the road versus at home. So Lions defense, better than the Eagles, for sure. Secondary is a problem. Lions offense, way better than the Eagles offense. Yes. Can they throw the football consistently? They're going to have to do that. Laporta is going to play really well. I think Laporta is maybe the key to the whole game for the Lions against Tampa. Hmm. Gonna be Tampa, a game. I feel like Tampa could have scored a hundred points yesterday. They dropped all those balls in the first half. Oh, yeah. Game I was like, I uh -huh. kept going. The only reason I even have an inkling of hope that Tampa is, is gonna lose this game is because they keep dropping passes and are keeping the Eagles in it. Yep. I never They're thought open. the Eagles were the better team at all watching never, the game. Never, it was never, ever, ever a question. So, is there a new head coach and quarterback next year in Philly? It's everyone has said this. Everyone covering the Eagles has said this. It's on the table. It's on the table. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means it's on the table because it's the, it's the way the team. And I thought Scott Pioli on the NFL network this morning had a really interesting point. He said, you got to take emotion out of this and you got to answer the question. What happened? Not because you're mad at this person or mad at that person or you had a fight here or there. Why did it happen? What caused one in six? And whatever the cause is, you must remove that. And if that's removing the quarterback, remove the quarterback. Head coach, great. Full staff, whatever it is. But you have to have an answer to the question as to what the hell just happened to a team that was 10 and one. So in that, I thought that was really a good way of putting it because maybe it's not Nick Sirianni's fault. You know, maybe it's not his fault. Maybe they're all different things that happened. Maybe it's Jalen Hurts' fault. Maybe there's AJ Brown, like whatever the cause, whatever the root cause of the collapse, you cannot go into next season without the answer to what the hell just happened when you were 10 and one. And you have to have not just externally, internally, you must have the answer. I still think the hardest thing that a lot of these pro teams and I guess the college teams do as well have working is that when you have success they went to the Super Bowl last year all the assistants go to move on for a race you don't keep the continuity of the staff Fair. together because these guys are always looking not always looking but they have opportunities to change their lives whether two guys got head coaching jobs that's what i mean you you if you want to be a head coach and the opportunity comes up and you're in the right situation you go they don't give you more money to stay mm -hmm. hey 
stay and call the plays. Calling the plays, I heard Troy Aikman say it um, yesterday on a broadcast. Offensive coordinator calling the plays in an NFL game is the most important job on the staff. It's the wow. hardest job on the staff. It's the wow. most important job on the staff. He said it's really, and it's getting harder. It's not, it's not getting easier to call plays. People are like, oh, I play Madden. I can call plays. Sure. Until you're sitting there and do it. Right. It's, it's sorry. Well, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I said it all the time, like in the dugout when I was coaching, like calling the pitches is the most important thing that we can do. And let's help the pitchers be successful. Guys calling plays in the NFL or on college football teams have to call plays to the personnel. A guy calling plays because it's his offense and he's trying to, you know, fit a, uh, what do you say, a square peg into a round hole? Mm -hmm. you say, I don't know if I, yep. It doesn't work. Obviously, there's a square peg in a lot of round holes in Philadelphia, right? Something's up. Something's wrong. So let's say they move on from Sirianni. Here you can go. You, Where's my you, glasses? Can you see go Belichick ahead. there? You've, you've done it. You've opened it up. You've opened up this can of worms. Of what? I'm a, and, of Eagles versus Cowboys for Bill? I, I can't. You said it, and I said, man, he's so full of <laughs> shit. Like, that's just not going to happen. What and then. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> I'm watching the game last night. I went back and watched the show last night, us, and I said, I asked you this yesterday. Dallas got blown out. Yep. If the Eagles get blown out, is this a real thing? The Eagles got whacked. <laughs> but then you put this in the rundown about Howie and, and all this other stuff. So Howard, X, Howard Askin, if you don't know who Howard Askin is, Howard Askin is probably the most influential media member. He's the Skip Bayless of Philadelphia. Uh -huh. And his son runs WIP, which is the home of the Eagles. Howard Eskin is the sideline reporter for the Eagles. Mm. He goes on WIP this morning and he says, Jeffrey Laurie is not a fan of Bill Belichick, but he won't call him Belichick. He calls him Bella cheat. Oh, I swear to God. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, we're still doing this, huh? I was like, okay. I was like, are you just laying the groundwork in case of Jeffrey Lurie actually does this? Or are you saying it on behalf of the owner that I'm not hiring Belichick? Remember, Jeffrey Lurie is from Boston, okay? He's a Boston guy. He's known Bill. He's been in the box numerous times when the Eagles play the Patriots. Robert Kraft and Jeffrey Lurie are always together. They're always, I mean, this is a guy with longstanding Boston ties. I know people who know him, blah, blah, blah. I was never told that he doesn't like Bill Belichick, but maybe there is something that Howard would be knowing more about a guy who's been in Philadelphia for a very long time. Long Island Mike said, ha, Spike Eskin runs uh, WFAN now, not WIP. Oh, he does? Oh, he left. Okay, sorry. Same difference. He, he did run WIP. Thank you for that. Um, and Monty said in the chat, Howard Eskin was influential. He's a clown now. Basically, <laughs> whatever yeah. he says, go with the opposite. <laughs> Eskin <laughs> equals clown. There which it is. is which Look is at Monty. Monty looks great. I didn't see Monty. Essentially, profile. the Skip Bayless. That. You know, that's the Skip Bayless oh. label. That's why I gave it to him. But, like, if you're the Eagles, would you really say no to Belichick? Frabel. He's the offshore. He is currently the offshore. What a fit. You think it's a good fit, huh? Oh, they'll love that guy. He will. No, Philly will love him. Yes. Philly I, will yes. love that guy. They would love him. But. 
the if you replace Esk if if you replace Nick Sirianni, your bar is championship. Like whoever takes that job, that's a hard job. Like you have to want to be asked constantly about the Super Bowl. I'm not sure that any coach besides Belichick really would want to be asked that question over and over again because Bill just like laughs. I don't think Bill would work in Philadelphia. Not now, not ever. I really don't. Wow. You don't think he'd work. Why wouldn't he work and why would Vrabel work? 72. Okay. It's not going to work. I just don't think. I. I... Oh, that's a really good point. AJ Brown's AJ Brown got traded from the Titans to the Eagles. How does AJ Brown feel about Mike Vrabel? <laughs> would be kind of an interesting idea, <laughs> right? That maybe they maybe AJ Brown would be like, uh, no, I didn't like him, so no, thank you. I'm not interested. Part of life is sometimes having to work with people you don't like. Like mm-hmm. it's part of the job. You figure it out, right? I mean, you want to stay here and play. This is the coach. Figure it out. Or we'll trade you. That's fine. We'll trade you. But the problem is when you do that and you give up that leverage and everybody's looking for leverage every day, I guess. Yep. Um, then you don't get the market value for the guy. But I don't know. I, I, I think Vrabel going in there would be outstanding. I don't know if they're going to get rid of Siri. I don't know Are either. They? I don't think, I don't know. I, I think, I think there's going to be massive changes with the, with the Eagles, but I don't think it's going to involve the head coach. I think they're going to keep Sirianni, but they're going to neuter him even more. His choices, his first staff was unbelievable. His second go at it wasn't very good. So I think they're going to revamp the entire staff. I'd, I'd be surprised if they're listening to what I, what I heard this morning on NFL network and listening to local Philadelphia media, they're mad. They're angry. The fans are mad. The fans are angry, but I don't know. I could see Jalen hurts getting traded that, that I think might be the big move. Wow. I think they might look the at boys find, in the chat said, by the way, like Tony Baroni, Tony, you're doing an unbelievable job being here every day and providing good yeah. information to us. Vrabel lost his shit. When they traded Brown, he didn't want him gone. It's what started the riff. Oh, okay. Interesting. Fair. Good point. So maybe he would go there. Too. I mean, I think Brable will take any job right now because it's going to be, I think the jobs are going to start to get gobbled up pretty quickly here in the next week. And I think, I think everyone's waiting on Belichick. And if Belichick takes the Falcons job, that will start a lot. I think you'll see a lot of teams quickly grab their second choice. Is there a way to keep, the staff together better like in in Philly just no just in general when a team has success everybody goes it, no you know, they, want, they want to be the man they, they want power everybody wants to increase their salary prestige I and opportunity want to win yeah but that's a player's mentality not a coach's mentality a coach wants to win but a coach wants money security coach wants you know a coach is in a different situation Life of a coach is transcendent. You know you're going to move around. You know you're going to be going everywhere. Get fired I see tomorrow. Rich Versace on that sideline at Green Bay. He was awesome. And I'm thinking, I don't know what that guy had to do to keep that job, but Green Bay's turned around. There's a, they 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 look like that staff is all like working together. I I, hmm. I don't know. I it's important to keep the staff. You got to make them feel either through security with money oh, yeah. yeah, 
important. It's very important to keep the staff together. I, I know guys, NFL teams that do it will, will have more success. I know D one coaches that have kept staffs, you know, two or three guys with them every step they've gone. Right. And they don't, and it's like, they keep on when he goes, you're coming. And if you're making a hundred, now you're making 200, making right. 200. Now you're making yep. 500, you're yep. making 500. Now you're making a million. Like yep. ev everyone eats because right. it's that unit that works, how we're growing. I might be the, you know, the head coach. I might be the guy everyone talks about, but in reality, these two guys next to me are as important as to what I do as the others. And I've seen guys who look, look at the Patriots coaches go and they come back, <laughs> you know, they go off and they try their Josh McDaniels. They go off and try becoming head coach. They fail miserably. They go back to bill bills. Offensive coordinator is going to be Josh McDaniels. Like that's who bill is going to take when he goes. 100%. Really? 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. If Bill goes to Atlanta, the OC is Josh. Like, that's happening. So, like, that's just what, yes, 100%. You have to have a common ground. The chat wants me to ask you to ask Jess, how is she doing with Jason Kelsey announcing he's She didn't retire? believe me last night. <laughs> she didn't believe me. I said, he's crying on the sideline. Jess, it's over. Yeah. He knows it's over. He's going to announce it either after the game or tomorrow. And she's like, well, what's going to happen to the podcast? I said, yes, it's not, it's not about the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. So what are you talking about? They make one drop in the bucket off the podcast compared to what they make doing everything else. I know. Podcast is just a for fun thing. They can do that whenever they want. Until they're 50, 100 years old, they can do that podcast if they wanted to. She didn't believe me. Literally, she didn't believe me. But I said, listen, it's all it happens all the time. And obviously, you're at the end... To fight through the physical challenges, you have to be winning. That's what keeps you coming in the building. Obviously, it ain't going to be winning. And and there's like the whole thing is it, behind those doors is going to blow up. Yep. Without him, too. Without him, without that steadying force, 13 year veteran, Hall of Famer. I mean, I saw somebody said today that he is Philadelphia. Like, even when you think of the Eagles, it is Jason Kelsey. He's the heartbeat of the team in the city. Right that's going to be a hard guy to replace. No you, doubt. You don't just replace that guy. No. It's like, oh, okay, that's it. It's going to be tough. Uh, you mentioned it quickly, though. Tampa, Detroit, six and a half. A little high, no? Um, No. No? It has to be just under a touchdown. That's right there. This that's was perfect. called 48 super, and a half. This wow. was called by some people super blowout weekend, not super wildcard weekend, super blowout weekend. We had blowouts everywhere. We had double-digit wins all over the place. We had one game decided by one point. Everything else was a blowout, basically. Go back and look. It's more often than not. That's what happens. So here's six and a half. Baltimore's nine and a half. Right. <laughs> San Francisco's nine and a half. Right. Are these games going to be any good? I don't think so. I think this Probably is route. Not. I think four routes. <laughs> I think these are four blowouts. All four? Yeah, I think all four. I, I, the only game that gives me pause is this one. This one's giving me pause. I want Green Bay to do well. I like Jordan Love. I like the Packers. This is the best sell-high spot on the Packers. <laughs> like This is just, you know, go ahead. Packers are never going to be this, you know, popular, and they're going to be feeling themselves going into San Francisco, and I feel like a, a two-by-four is going to be waiting for them when they walk around the corner. This is our friend J.J. Jordan. Uh, James the Jet Jernigan, uh, our valet guy downtown, mm. he said Green Bay is going to cover. 
he, he really I hate it. it. I don't hate it. I just don't think their defense is going to be able to stop the Niners. This this may be the back and forth. It could be, but 38-31 game. When have the Niners at home gotten into that type of game? They don't get into shootouts at home. Their defense annihilates people. Like that's the problem with the Niners. You can say, okay, our offense has to keep up because our defense can't stop them. You, you, that, that's not that's not the recipe for beating the 49ers. Like you're not going to score 30 points on that defense at Levi Stadium. It, oh. I, I just I just can't see it in the postseason with rest. I I just can't see it. I just looked down at the chat. By the way, we have almost a hundred votes on the Bills and Chiefs. And oh it's yeah, 65 to 35 Bills. Kind of surprising. I'm not. Um, no. Brian Opoka said he's checking in from the Chicago suburbs. Just finished e-learning with his daughters. Nice. Chicago schools are all closed due to minus 30 degree wind chill. Oh, my goodness. Minus. Yeah, you know, it's cold 30. when they, they close for the cold. <laughs> like, not for the snow. Not for snow. Cold. It's so cold. Like, we have that here sometimes. It gets to be so hot that they have to close school because the kids can't be the, the ACs can't keep up. The heat can't keep up in the schools, bro. I'm not ready. Oh, you're going to be decimated. It's going to be awesome to hear. I just cleaned my head up. <laughs> you're going to be so mad. Up and I, you know, I got to go see my brother and his wife and we got dinner with my nephew planned, I guess, and all this stuff. And Oh my, it's going to be negative two in Knoxville tomorrow. I told you Huntsville is going to be zero. I mean, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. that that's I told my daughter we should have gone back and dropped her off at my brother's house in December. She's like, I don't want to go in December and live with Uncle Dan. I'm not going until January. And I'm like, you know, it's going to be so cold in January. I didn't think it was going to be this cold. I can't believe it. I got to bring all the beanies, all of them, all of them, <laughs> all of them, and wear them all at the same time. <laughs> right. That's going to be cold. Bring them all because you're going to need all of Jess them. Jess is like, what are we going to do? I'm like, nothing. We're going to sit at my brother's house in the heat, and then we're going to drive her to school, and we're not doing anything. She's like, you want to go into the city? I said, no. For what? what do you Which want to city? Skate? New York? Yeah. Oh, God, no. No, thank you. No. No. You guys have done all those things. You've seen all the things. She's done it. That, she, this this is what an is interesting just... point. Because Jimmy Jack said, I'm, I'm nervous about Lamar. Let, he's yet to play a good playoff game. This, is, this, this is, is a concern. It is. Uh, it's a concern because – he was the MVP. They were 14 and two and they lost their first game. They were bounced. I don't think this team is built the same way. And I think the fact that that happened is tremendous for this team to have that memory and the scar tissue from that loss going into CJ Stroud. Cause I think this defense for the Ravens is going to make him, it's, it's going to be really difficult for CJ Stroud. Winning a home game is one Did they thing. cover. I don't know. I, no. Okay. No. At first blush, it's 14 point win for both one seeds. Turnover is coming to play. Which dog has a better shot of covering Green Bay or Houston? Green Bay. Big dogs. Green Bay. They have better talent. I think so too. As of today, I think so too. They don't know anything. Like, listen, neither does Houston. <laughs> I know, but, but Houston's quarterback. They had they, nothing last year. But their quarterback, uh, I don't know. I I I think that there's really 
Look, I, I'm not buying the trends on rest versus rust. I'm not buying any of these things like watch out for these teams. Like you want a better first half, that's fine. You can do that. But I don't think the Ravens and the Niners are going to be, you know, scared of what's coming to town because they were resting. Again, I think the rest is such a monster, monster deal for these guys. And they're both, both franchises are both in the same boat. They're one seeds. They've choked on it before. They have coaches who have choked on it before. And they want to go and show and prove like this is it. I just think it's Niners Ravens collision course here in Vegas. It's one V one. And it's just these teams. I don't want to call them speed bumps, but they're just not like, you know, the last word said, Dave, I bleep you not. I slept three times just walking around Philadelphia today. Be careful. It's wet. It's slippery. It's cold. I can't go down. I can't can't go like blow out my knee or something slipping on the ice. I don't even. I have a jet. I have one jacket. Like I have a big winter jacket. Okay, you've got that. Well, you got that covered. That's good. You you mentioned this quickly. Like, what is going on with the Raiders' coaching search? Like, what is going on with the Raiders' head coaching search? Antonio Pierce yesterday was in. Why is there a Raiders' head coaching search? Because they have to. I mean, they're interviewing guys today, but they have to interview because they the Patriots didn't have to do it because they put it in the contract that he was that that Gerard Mayo was going to be the heir apparent. Okay, so that's why they could avoid this. You have to interview people, but we've waited a long time. (laughs) Like what? Antonio Pierce is sitting right there. Like he walked in an MLK parade here in Vegas yesterday, decked out in all his Raider stuff. Did he? Yeah, I was going to go to that. He wants to be a Raider. He wants to be the head coach of the Raiders. What are we right. doing? And we've heard Max, Max Crosby has said publicly that if if Pierce does not get the job, he will demand a trade. He will not report to training camp. Until he doesn't get the job and he comes to training camp. But make your case. That's good. I appreciate that. Crosby wants him badly. I think the whole room does. Did you see the way they played? Yeah. Like, did the Raiders learn anything from going to get the big name coach Ooh. from outside when they had the guy that got him to the playoffs when everything could have possibly gone bad? Everything was the worst it had been yeah. since they had a team here. Chaos all over. Let's get together. Let's let's all get together just like we would do if we had the brigade all together. Let's yep. all huddle up and let's keep it in-house. Let's make this work. We can do this. They yeah. believed. They got to the playoffs. They were a play away from beating Cincinnati. Who went to the to the Super Bowl against the Rams. I think they have a guy. What are they going to do, Antonio? We're going to bring in Jim Harbaugh. We're going to bring in Bill Belichick. We're going to bring in Mike Vrabel. And you I, can I be the DC. Love, I would love Vrabel here. Oh, Vrabel here would be great. But would Pierce stay? I don't think he so. He interviewed for the job. He already interviewed. He went and interviewed for the Chargers job, right? He went and did an interview. So, I mean, he's oh. out there. He's 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 not, you know, resting on his laurels. But I, I don't know. I really, if, if he doesn't get the job, Mark Davis said publicly that the biggest mistake he has made so far as the owner of the Raiders was not hiring Rich Bisaccia after he took him in the playoffs. So saying that publicly, you have to be willing to just follow your own words and hire Antonio Pierce. (laughs) Like, this is the same situation. You have a chance to not make the same mistake. You have to make, you have to hire him. So we'll we'll watch that and see what the Raiders wind up doing. All right, to basketball. Flipping gears, changing gears. 
The Golden State Warriors begin NBA play today out of the play-in tournament. Like, is this how this ends? Like, does this end? Not with like a, a, a second round playoff defeat, but like the bottom falls out and they're just awful. Jeez. Is it? It's done. I mean, I don't much, know what's the fix. There's no fix. How much of it was Kevin Durant? Like you start looking at the championship teams, you start looking at what they did and you're like, okay, they won titles without Durant, but like how much of that dynasty was that they had KD? Like, uh, I don't know if anybody's asking that question. I'm, I'm asking a question how it is so hard to maintain with one star, two one A's between Clay and Draymond, yeah. and then no one else like to to kind of come up or stay or hold, hand the mantle to learn from. Like it felt like such a nice run up. It's hard to stay there, right? Yeah, but it's hard. The drop the off a cliff. P roll not make the play in. <laughs> right now, I mean, we're you know. We're about halfway through the year, <laughs> and here we are sitting here with the Warriors out of the playoffs, out of the play-in tournament as of today. I, they I, can't. I mean, they're you watch them, you're like, wow, they are not – like, you're not worried about them. Like, yeah, they got Clay, they got Steph, and every now and then they go off. But, you know, one through ten, that roster really isn't competitive. Night there's in, a night lot out. of good teams coming up. A lot of young teams. True. A lot of young, a lot of, teams. A lot of young teams in the West. Yep. And, and you know, boy. can beat them in one game, even yep. at Golden State. Right. Which used to be never used to happen. happen. You never went in there and won. Now teams are consistently going in there and winning. Right. Uh, Philadelphia starts play five games back of Boston. And Bede said yesterday that he doesn't care about the MVP, and that's not the goal. Uh-huh. So he was like the odds on favorite to win the MVP, but. It sounds like he's going to rest a lot down the stretch. How comfortable would you be if you're sitting with an MVP ticket on Embiid, given the way he started earlier this year, where he was like, he's winning the MVP? I actually feel good about it if I'm a Sixer fan. Well, because the end goal is a championship. But if you're a gambler who took Embiid to win back-to-back like Jokic did to win back-to-back MVPs, you might want to light that ticket on fire. We've warned people in the past about betting on these things mm-hmm. between having to figure out a way that a panel of 30 people are going to vote <laughs> right. and betting actual real money on that is one thing. Mm-hmm. It's all a speculative market anyway. So if it's not him, P. Roll, who is it then? I think it's wide open. It's Jokic so, again. It's Tatum. It might be Tatum's time. Tatum's time. Yeah. He might be, it might be his, his, in the rotation of these things, how they go. It must, it might be Jason Tatum's time to win the MVP. He hasn't won is, one yet. Is he the odds on choice right now? Um, let's see. I, the, I honestly haven't looked at NBA MVP in over a month. I know he's still very much. Uh, Jokic is the odds on favorite, then SGA. Wait, who's first? Jokic. Yeah. Plus 170. Then SGA. Luca, Giannis, Embiid, Tatum. Tatum's 25 to 1. Jokic is by, not by plus 170. SGA is plus 280. 
plus 280. Yep. Lucas will, 550. Will he get the steam if they no. I mean they're they're going to no. make the playoffs. He's no. Okay, so he's going to have to be I mean like a 2 seed. Like okay. They're going to have to be like that high for them him him win the MVP. He's playing incredible basketball. Okay, so he's playing incredible basketball, but right. I, we'll, we'll get to their game tonight here in a second. Yeah. But nah, I yeah. Denver's at Philly tonight. Sixers laying one and a half. You want to have an Embiid versus Embiid battle or, or Jokic versus Embiid battle, MVP v MVP. You got it. But he's missing a lot of these games. There's questions he'll even play tonight. And he was asked. That's where it Why came up. Wouldn't he play tonight? Well, that's where the question came from. He kept on missing these like marquee matchups. And they're like, hey, when you're like, you gonna ever feel like you should play against these other guys because voters will use it for the MVP vote. And he's like, I don't care about the MVP. That's not the goal. And I, if I need to rest, I'm going to rest. If my knee blows up and it swells up, that's so be it. If my back is a problem, my back's a problem. Right. I don't care who I'm playing that night. Winning a championship is all I care about. This is a fun game tonight here. It is a fun game. Denver is only 7-13 and 13 ATS on the road. On the Philly, road. Is, Philly is 15-6 and six ATS at home, and yet they're only a point-and-a-half favorite. Says Embiid's not playing, does it not? Well, it hints at it. Like I don't, I, I, I'm surprised at the line, but I'm not because of that. So I don't know. I guess I'll be watching this tonight. I didn't, yeah, this uh, this says to me the intentions of really watching too much of anything tonight because we don't have a show tomorrow, and I'll be mm -hmm. traveling, and I'll worry about the rest of the stuff later. But it says this is an intriguing game. Mm -hmm. This it's is fun this game. is interesting. Kings at the Suns. Suns are laying four. Total is 244. On the road this year, Sacktown is 12 and 7 ATS. Phoenix at home, 7 and 15. Yet this number is four. <laughs> this is another number I'm like, okay. <laughs> there seems to be, why isn't it three? Why is it four? Telling you. Sometimes just. Odds makers get those blind spots. Like, okay. are you watching the Phoenix games? <laughs> or if if you're watching the games, you go, they can't be, they can't be two buckets. Can't. Mm -hmm. But it is. I don't know. I like Sacramento. Uh, that I would do. be the lean and over for the total. I'm surprised it's not two, you know, 49, mm. closer to 250. Um, uh, let me see this year. For Phoenix at home. Jeez. Uh, Tony Baroni just said that the Joker and Embiid are questionable for tonight. Okay. What if they I mean, both don't play? The number would still be questionable at one and a half. Well, that sucks. I want to see yeah. that this is they only play twice a year. Right. I don't, I think Embiid's out. I don't, I, I my gut tells me that number it says that Embiid's not playing. That's why it's one and a half. Yo, Joker could also rest. So we could see with Crap. that. Uh, Phoenix is 14 and 8 to the over at home this year, but Sacramento is 6, 12, and 1 to the over. So 6, 12, 6, and 1 to the under for Sacramento this year. So a little bit of a contrasting there. Uh, last one Thunder to Clippers. Clippers laying six and a half. Big this game for SGA. Right. Yeah, this is a big game for SGA, too. You want to talk about going to take on the Clippers? a team that has played very well at home, 10, seven and one ATS Oklahoma city on the road. The Clippers are 11 and nine at home ATS. This is the game of the night. Don't we do too many points. No six and a half. It seems heavy. 
Yeah, pre. Oh, I just moved the six everywhere. Okay, that seemed Literally heavy. Or just yeah, that seemed that seemed heavy to me. On on that, I would take thunder six and a half. I'd take the thunder on that. I'm putting this on the radar screen for us to watch. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Oh, it's on the radar screen. I love when you do this. Forty and one is the all-time record for home records in NBA history. That's why I wore the so I put the Celtics in the rotation today. I put the I put the Celtics, Celtics are 19 and 0 at home. They have not lost a home game yet. Unbelievable. The next three games are the Spurs win. Denver will be the question if Jokic plays. Mm-hmm. And then they play the Clippers. They go on a four-game road trip, and then they come back home and play the Clippers on the 27th of February. That game against the Clippers is going to be monster. Why? Because they'll still be undefeated? They, yeah, I think it's a good shot. They'll, they'll be 21-0 at home. How many games do they lose at home this season? I mean, it could be zero. They're <laughs> not going undefeated. It could be, could be zero, but I would, uh, the number pops in my head is three. That's fair. That's a good number. I was taking four. Okay. 37 and 40. One of which might be a complete layup. It might be like a end of the year. They don't care. Correct. That's <laughs> just that's like, right. Yes. Roll the ball out and yes. a bunch of G League guys playing and they get beat. Right. But that's um, just something to watch. Boston 19 and 0 at home. They're playing the Spurs tomorrow. Put it in every parlay you want. Moneyline Celtics. They're not losing to the Spurs. Do we have do we have to have give somebody the assignment? Tony Baroni's really all over this stuff. We keep, okay. keep Tony Baroni. To, to remind us in the chat every time the Celtics play at home. Yeah, that's the next, next three number. times. That's the rest of the month. It's Spurs, Denver, and then Clippers, and then it's March. Okay, you have 227. That's February. Oh, so we won Sorry, it should be 127. Sorry. Okay, I was like, yeah, 127. I was like, Sorry. wait a second. What? That's a long ass road trip. They're going to be gone for a month. Sorry, 127. Thank you. Yes. Holy crap. So 127. Right. They play on the 27. So they only got three more games in January. Yeah. At home. At home, yeah. They have a four-game road trip in between the Denver Spurs matchup and then the Clippers. Wow. That'll be fun to watch. So So we'll have to play it out. Now you give me something to do maybe on a plane. I ain't looking at this. (laughs) I was going to say, I'll look at the Celtic schedule on a plane and we'll make odds for their first home loss. Pritchard is playing his butt off. I I would agree. Yeah, the B's and C's parlay did finally cash yesterday, Chef Benny. That's true. We finally did get that to come in. Right. All right, to hockey. And speaking of streaks, Oilers, 10 straight. They're 150 against the Maple Leafs today. Total is already seven. Books are just like, forget it. (laughs) Hell with that. We're going to seven. Right. Absolutely. Who wins this one? Yeah. I I got the Canada hat. Oh, nice. Um. Because I looked at the hockey board this morning. I was on wager talk and I was all prepped for Prez. And Prez took time off to go to Florida because he's freezing oh, his ass off up in uh, Canada. Get out of like, there. Oh, good, smart. But yep. um, it's Skinner against Jones confirmed. Is it? Yep. <laughs> Still over to seven. Probably so. But who wins? Edmonton. Oh, 11 in a row. Bet the streak. This it, I'm not betting Toronto to stop the streak tonight. No, mm-hmm. you want fun. that? You can no, do that. No way. A fun game though. Yeah, Kraken nine and one over their last ten, and they're monster dogs to the Rangers. Well, they played yesterday in Pittsburgh. Okay, day game lost, lost, shut out. Yeah, had a bunch of scratches in the lineup that we didn't 
know until right before the game, but we didn't know that the game started so early in the morning. Right. It was live, though, while we were doing BBB yesterday. Yeah. Because I looked the night before and said, wow, I like the Penguins. Didn't play it. Of course, the Penguins went a 3 nothing shootout, uh, shutout. Mm -hmm. They might be live tonight plus a puck and a half. That that that's that I I think you take them plus a goal and a half at the at the good price. Ooh, not bad. Only minus one thirty seven at Fanduel for that. Right. So that's, we good, can, that's cheap. Okay. We can we can keep it close. Mm -hmm. We can get it to overtime. You don't have to sweat the win loss. I I don't think the Rangers blow them out. Like I mean the Penguins played really good defensively and, and won three nothing. But right, that's not the Rangers game. This has the feeling of a not a total six. This has the feeling of a four-three game, to me. It really does. Uh, at home this <laughs> at home this year, the Rangers. Yeah, they've been somewhat of an under team this year right. at home, but it's kind of weird that they're ten, eight, and two to the over. So it's not like an overwhelming. The Kraken on the road this year have been uh, they're eleven, eleven, and one. So both teams are flat. So there's no real trend data. Who's playing goal? Uh, goaltenders tonight. Quick. Will be um, for Sturkin. It is Yesterkin uh, against Dredger for Seattle. Backup, not the kid. No, well, the kid's the backup. I thought. Well, he's playing more lately. No, right? Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah. Been. Interesting. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris Dredger. He's one and zero. He's played one game. Two right. one win. Two one win over the Flames. 29-year-old hadn't played in a game in the NHL since May of 2022. And hence why it's minus 220. Interesting. Okay. Because Grubauer is a starting goaltender, but Decord has been phenomenal. The, the, Joey, yeah. the Joey Decord kid from Massachusetts. He's been right. great for Seattle. Yeah. So this is a 29-year-old journeyman coming in, but he, he was great in a 2-1 win. Stopped 37 of 38 shots. It's pretty yeah, good. Seattle has some injury players. Yeah. That's, okay. That's, Andy O said that. TP... Are you with me? Question mark. Thanks for talking, Kraken. Of course, you're welcome, Trevor. Trevor and Elena are having a great time in awesome. Las Vegas. Sounds they good. moved over to Resorts World. Cool. Uh, shoot you guys a text or DM. We'll try to swing by and say hello, shake a hand, and uh, get back. I got a lot going on today, but I want to <laughs> yes, try to get do. to say hello before you go back. Uh, and then one more hockey game. Winnipeg is 8-1-1 over the last 10. The yes. Jets are... Minus 185 favorites over the Islanders. Total is six in that one. Um, uh, let's see. Starting goaltenders in this one tonight for Winnipeg. It is going to be, oh, it's Hellebuck against Appleby. Like the Islanders here? No. No, this is Winnipeg. Most likely over. Uh, what's the price? Can we get a plus? Jets are 12, 8, and 3 to the yeah. under at home. Nah, they're 12, 8, and 3 at the under at home. Yeah, but the Islanders give up goals. 5 2. They're 12, 8, and 1 to the over on the road. 5 2. 5 2 final. I like Winnipeg. Puck line? I, I think you could do it. Jets? Yeah, I think you could do it. I think, I mean, if you don't want to lay that, lay it, just play it in regulation. That's the move. Instead of laying the puck line when you get these big things, the right. play it in regulation move is great. But, yeah, that's why I, I wore the Canada thing because I like Winnipeg tonight. Toronto and Edmonton's a game of the night. Um, I think Ottawa's live against Colorado. 
Ooh, okay. That's that's one. If I said bet it or book it there, what would you do? Because I, I I would take Ottawa. Take a shot with a plus. Yeah, Sogard in net, sure. Yeah, okay. I'm good with that. Okay. And then the other one, Arizona at Calgary. See that number? First angel start of the year. Yeah, I I like I like taking kids in their first. 23-year-old takes his first start of the year for Ottawa. I like that. Yep. Uh, sorry, which game? Edmonton? Arizona at Calgary. Ingram against Vladder. Um, over <laughs> in that game. I think Arizona's live in that game, too. A lot Boy. of pluses today. Plus 126. I like the I, over. It's a big card. It's a big card. What are you doing? Um, bet it. I like it. You guys get the auto. Auto's coming in firing. Auto says Ottawa money line and team total ove. Yeah. And he said Arizona money line and team total ove. I didn't even look at the sheets last night, Auto. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Steeler season done. But I did see your comment earlier that we wear Steeler stuff all year around in these parts. Of course. 100%. Everybody wears Steeler stuff all year round. Yes, in, around, in and around Pittsburgh. Oh, here we go. Here's here's a Pittsburgh update for you. Per Mike Garofalo of the NFL Network, in a team meeting today, Mike Tomlin told Steeler players the speculation about him stepping away is unfounded. He plans on coaching the team in 2024. So, no shit. <laughs> Did I say it loud enough? Will no shit. What's he gonna say? I ain't leaving. Oh. Okay, so here is your Addison's been awesome with this, and I've been following these bets. This this is actually a really fun play. Okay, Winnipeg holding the team total of their opponent under two and a half goals, twelve straight, nineteen of twenty. They give up two goals a game, every game. Hellebuck is two goals every game, but they don't give up three. It's one, two, zero, one or two, almost every game. That's outstanding. Thank you, Addison. Yeah, it's an unbelievable. He's been he's been talking about it a lot on on the Juice Discord channel, and I've been watching it. And it's, he's absolutely right. It's been an absolute wagon. It's one of those things. In not every book lets you bet it pre. You got to bet it in sometimes oh, during the game. Total for the other team. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, team total. So, that's a team total bet. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's second period too. That I'm thinking under that. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yes. So team total you should be able to make. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Sorry. But two and a half has been, he, he's been on this bet. He's been, this is, this is like last year with, when we were with auto last year with first period unders on certain, yeah. certain teams, this has been as profitable and no one's talking about it in the space really. And so the books have kept it pretty much consistent. I haven't seen a three for a team total for an opponent for Winnipeg. So, and it keeps on going or even a two for that matter. They just keep on putting up two and a half. Well, yeah, that's standard operating procedure for the home team three and a half, the away team two and a half, and a game at six. Yeah. So they, they held a team to under two and a half and lost the last game. True, but it doesn't matter. It, 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 it's all that's it, true, but it's it all matters. I mean, it's true. I'll, I'll give yeah. it to you, but like it, it doesn't really matter. And there you go. It's minus 130 at DraftKings for the under Thank two and a half. Thank you, Kyle goals. Meyer. Yes. All right. Hellebuck is hella good. Yes, I would agree. Hellebuck is is hella good. Two goal Hellebuck. Yes, that's a hundred percent. Two goal Hellebuck. That's what he is. He's a two goal Hellebuck. Love it. Under under under. Let me pull that up. Actually, that could kind of be a fun thing to look at here. Um, How many times from Winnipeg Jets when they've played? What's what's their opponent? So 
their opponent's schedule. This is so crazy. Well, All right. You go back starting uh, two, one, zero, two, one, one, two, 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 one, one, two, 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 one, two, two, one, one, three. Edmonton, the 30th of November. On the road? On the road. No, home. Nope, that was home. Wow. Okay. That's then, it? That's and the then, only one. No, then two and then three to Nashville on the 26th on the road. And then three to Montreal. I missed one. Sorry. Montreal, three, two, okay. they lost. So December 18th. So three times out of the last 25 games. Yeah. Since mid-November was <laughs> the last time anybody scored. Today's January 16th. Yeah. So if, if you're looking at uh, looking at bets to like bet it and forget it, like this is one of those bets you just bet it and forget it. You don't even get to watch it. You just see, does it cash? Yes or no? And you can just keep on playing it because it's just the way that Winnipeg plays. They're not open. They don't let you go crazy with them. No. So, and Hellebuck has been, I mean, he's the Vesna trophy favorite for a reason. You guys are going to have to remind us every time Winnipeg plays. I don't know who <laughs> to give like the enough. assignment to. Yeah. Sounds like under two and a half, <laughs> LOL. Don't laugh, Whitrock. That's serious stuff. Yeah, just don't there laugh. There it is. It. Everybody. Now, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see which show does it first. Oh, because Addison's, ha I, I've kept it quiet because it's it's Addison's trend. So I didn't want to. He's the one that pointed it out, and he's had he has like this running thing going that whenever it cashes, he just puts on another great kind of like what Auto does, but he does it his own way. He does right. it on on the Betting Pros Discord channel, and he's in the NHL channel, and like people have been trailing him like crazy, and he'll tag me once in a while, so I'll like stumble in there, right. and I saw it when it was like twelve straight. He's like right. twelve straight. And I'm like, holy crap. So whenever I've remembered it, I've bet it just, just because it's pops in like, oh, okay, I want to bet it. it. That was eight games ago. <laughs> like it's just, it keeps on going and going and going. So eventually probably, we'll probably see it on the NHL network this week. Oh, no, two. Like it's that. coming up. Twos are coming up. I'm telling you, you're going to see books start to go to two. If this, I've, I've been hesitant I to talk about it. This, the Winnipeg Jets opponent team total is yep. not really bad a lot. I don't think you'll see, but it might be. Well, not well. I mean, listen, we'll see the power of the show. One, the BBB Brigade, two, <laughs> yeah. and who is using our content for their own purposes. And without right. saying they're giving us credit, they can go on with these gigantic platforms or megaphones and say whatever it is they want. We'll say, hey, we've discovered this unbelievable trend. 19 of the last 20. Look at that. He got, he got it early at minus 108. There you go. See, that's what I mean. The numbers are being adjusted. It's an Good auto, job. it's an auto populated market. They just take it. The formula is easy. When it's six at home teams three and a half, away teams two and a half. So every time Winnipeg's at home, you're probably going to get the two and a half. I, I wouldn't I would I, I wouldn't bet uh sorry, I missed it. It moved on me. I, I wouldn't bet three. I mean, I wouldn't lay the juice on that. That's expensive. You're probably safe at two and a half, and if you lose, you lose. I mean, that's expensive juice to yeah. only push. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you don't want to, right? You, you think you score four? Like, and a half. it gives you the push option, but it's still, I don't know. That seems to be not. That seems overly aggressive. I don't think you need to do that. I think two and a half. If you lose, if you lose, you lose it. So what? Uh, Vinnie Kolowinski says it's minus one fifteen at points bet in Indiana. That's good. Offshore's got minus one twenty. We got guys in all these states, and I can just see them. We can sh we can line shop right here. Oh, you can slide it there. Bet Rivers has that slider, so you can move it over. Because if it's two, 
You can go to two and a half. You lay one eighteen. Yep, that's good. It's so, a good bet. It's again just to give Addison credit on this because it's 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 an awesome trend. Team total under two and a half goals for the Winnipeg Jets opponents. Twelve straight, nineteen of twenty. <laughs> and the only one's a three-two loss to Montreal in that run, and it's twenty-five. It's it's actually twenty-two of twenty-five. Right. We have to work on a name for that for Addison. We'll we'll we'll, we'll blow that up. Something to do with being a photographer. You know his zoom lens play of the day. Something like we'll come up with something for Addison. So we know that we're talking about. <laughs> See, it. Th- th- this is why I didn't talk about it. <laughs> Because he's, I hope it all. Because you you talk about it, right? It's like, like you're you're cashing, you're cashing, you're cashing. We talk about it, and then all of a sudden, it just it just comes in. He's going early apologies. Are, are you are you calling us the mush? Anderson? No, it's, I, I mean I just I've always said I get this. it. Like whenever you, you don't believe in it, I don't. But I think when you it, it changes oh, not the bet per se, it just the books start to pay attention when we highlight something or or gets on the internet. The books aren't paying attention. It happened with the Sharks thing. We were talking about the Sharks, and everyone was talking about the Sharks. Now we're talking about second period Winnipeg. Watch. This the is going to happen. people are talking yes. about it. Yes, and then their people bet. Show. We appreciate you guys watching our show and going, hey, that's a good idea that Dave and Matt had. And they'll start oh. talking about it, and the people will start to bet it, and then the books will adjust, and it gets it. And then bookmakers watch the show. Like you say, bookmakers are going to go, oh, wait. Maybe we should move the juice on that. Maybe 108 is too low. Let's but adjust that. You know how good the Sharks puck line against has been? We went through a yeah, bad since stretch that 10 stretch game. Game. It's actually not, it's still not that good overall profitability, though. It's still only. If you got the last 12 games. Correct. We were just but if you a bet week ahead of, we were in a bad week to be it. If we you bet one 12 thing. in a row. Okay. If you bet the Sharks all year on the puck line against or against them, against them, you're. They're 17 and 27. You're only up 12 units. You're only up 12 units. What's being, what's wrong with, well, being up I mean, if you bet units? Vancouver, you're up 22. Like they're nowhere near being the most profitable. Well, because you got buried a couple <laughs> times against the sharks. You were laying juice. Yeah. It's a couple times. And that, that's what I mean. So my point is, the books always adjust. <laughs> they always they always adjust. It's so it's not really as good. There's not that much adjustment. Believe me, the Winnipeg team total against is not getting a lot of play. Okay. We'll be fine. All right. I mean, big discrepancy in prices. Minus 108 to minus 130. It's a big That's difference I mean. in price. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so shop around for sure. You can get right. decent, you can get better prices. One more hockey game to talk about just because it's kind of funny. And I don't mean to make fun of anybody who's a fan of these teams, but this is kind of funny. Oh, what are you doing? Blackhawks against the Sharks tonight. Oh, 31st place Blackhawks against the 32nd place Sharks. Blackhawks have, are losers of 14 or less 17. Oh. Sharks are losers of the last 13 or 14. Oh. <laughs> if you have bought a ticket to go watch this game, you really like hockey. What like if you, you bet this game? You really like hockey. If you're <laughs> if you're you at that game, game, you can. If you want to, sure. But Wait you a are the totals five and a half. You are a puckhead if you want to lay minus one thirty seven on the Blackhawks to beat the Sharks tonight. What did you say you're a what? A puckhead. Oh, I thought you said something else. Never mind. <laughs> you're Let's a die. You're, you're a die hard if you want that. Five and uh, a half. Be roll. Over good. or under in that game? Over. Marazic's in net though, so maybe under. But I'd say over six goals. 4-2 final. Over now. Yeah, I, I think over. 4-2 You got to take the plus, right? How could you lay juice in that game? No, thank you. No, 
church. How can you bet that game, period? This is betting that game, period. It makes you want to go. Oh, interesting. First period draw. Look at that. That's that, That's Otto's play on that. Ooh. And over five and a half. He likes the over, over. too. I'm, over. I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. Um, but th- that is true. Team total, Linus is right. Without Bedard, they've been an under team total Correct. team. They haven't scored much at all without no. Bedard in the, in the lineup. That's that's actually mm-hmm. pretty true. Uh, one more topic before we get out of here with Sports Grid. Uh-huh. DraftKings and FanDuel, it came out that last month, uh, they accounted for 78% of the overall handle yeah, in the state of Massachusetts. Yeah. DraftKings reported 315 million of online handle, 5.9 or really 6 million in taxes. FanDuel, 187 million. in taxes. ESPN bet their first full month operating in the state, 49 million or 50 million handle, 816,000 in taxes. What does it tell you, Dave, that in a market like Massachusetts, it really is being dominated by two major, two books? Very, very hard to break in there. Very, very hard to make any state. The books were ecstatic about getting into though. That was like, right. Here we go in Massachusetts. And Two books, <laughs> only two books are doing anything. Is this going to be copied across the country? 100%. Okay. They got all the money, all the marketing money, and they'll just buy you out of getting yeah. customers. It's so hard to get in there and get customers. ESPN bet coming in now, you know, it's Barstool just changed as ESPN right. bet. They got their, they got their hands full trying to get into that percentage. Now, there's still 20% of that market left. If you can get 15 of that 20% left, it's a viable business. Now, don't try to compete with the other two. That's that's the the consultant role with me. I would say, look, you're not competing with those two. They're right. giving away more money than you'll ever have. They're giving it away. They're spending more money on advertising than you'll ever have. Don't right. worry about it. Right. And, yes, it's going to repeat. Um, in every state, and it's going to start to separate. 2024 is going to start to separate. People are going to make decisions like, you know, WinBet made. We're closed. We're out. You know? yeah. We're open in two states, Nevada, where we already were, and Massachusetts until we can sell the license, and New York until we can sell the license. That's it. So I don't Never, know. I thought I, I thought it was interesting. It didn't surprise you at all, did it? It didn't, but the fact that Caesars and MGM weren't even like a conversation, the fact that they have MGM has been in Massachusetts for, for years with the property in Springfield. Now I get it, it's Western Massachusetts. The population is completely different. Everything happens in Boston now. But I MGM has had a presence on media for a long time in Massachusetts, and they weren't competitive in the state at all. So that was that was the only eye opener to me. I, I knew Caesars would have a tough time of it. I ESPN bet coming in, flipping Barstool over. That makes sense it, why they would be the third in the state. But I was surprised that there wasn't a bigger handle for MGM. Right. I thought there, I thought there would be a bigger handle for MGM in Massachusetts. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to believe. Six percent. They have a property. They have a, a physical property in the state. They have a, a casino in the property Which in the state. Ninety-five percent. I believe it was 95 or 97 Mobile. percent of the handle in Massachusetts is on Mobile. the app. Yeah, no one's going into no one wants to. No, it's not even if you want to gamble, you go gamble in person, you go to win and you go to Encore. That's it. Kind of it. That's the only place you're going to gamble in person. People 
I mean, look what happened to Foxwoods. I mean, they're, they're all fighting over the same people again. People from New York coming up to Western right. Mass. It's yeah. it's a it's hard business. It's a hard sled right now for those out. If you're not in a major metropolitan area, it's it's difficult to be a casino in in New England right now. It's just a different time. Sure. You guys on Sports Grid, you guys are on SiriusXM. We're going to have a replay of a best of tomorrow. Davis traveling. We're back with the full show Thursday and Friday like normal, but to month tomorrow, we won't be here. Same thing for you guys who are watching live. But if you are watching live, you guys get us for some more time on YouTube and on Twitter. We call this time bonus time. Uh, okay, couple one quick one, and then we'll go right to better to book because we have yes. a one, oh, we have a meeting in, at the bottom of the hour. Um, oh, thanks a, for reminding me. <laughs> Very good. I wonder oh, if you. Thank, I, God. I, I wonder, thank God you keep it on the rails. I have complete chaos happening. I, 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 I thought I had to do. make an errand run, and I, I'm not going anywhere. See, I, I disagree with it. I would love to see ESPN fail. I disagree. I don't. I don't want to see anyone fail. I don't want to see anybody fail. I don't want to see ESPN bet fail. I don't want to see anybody fail. I. I They're a lightning rod right now. There's a lot of people that don't yeah. like what's going on. That, yeah. that think they're doing certain things. There's other people that are, you know, diehard. Um, I can't speak for the sports book, but I'm telling you, what does that say? Photos of the creamsicle gear at Philly airport is a must. <laughs> you have the balls to do that? Maybe. I agree, Otto. We need as many outs as possible. Amen. Totally agree with you. I don't want anyone in the business to fail. I don't want ESPN to fail. No, I don't. I don't want to see any book suffer. I don't want to see any book fail. They're in business. They're taking bets, whether they're really taking bets or not. I don't want to see anybody fail. It's bad for the industry. If it helps, we do need outs, but we can't run fake books either. That's okay. bad for the industry too. Fair. And incorporating it and making it completely normal into regular people's lives with all the other stuff that could it, a lot of things could go bad nobody's talking about that they just yeah they're, they're putting it too much and they're having people talk about it that don't understand it it's 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 tough to watch i see these commercials now and parlays and all this other stuff and i'm like it's, it's just it's just a piece of paper and a script to the person reading it did you see by the way what they're doing now i, I'm not, I don't mean to call out caesar's <laughs> Do you see what they're calling super parlays now? Have you seen this? I have not. They're taking the pre-populated parlay. Uh-huh. And if you put it with another pre-populated parlay uh-huh. and you combine it, they're calling uh-huh. it a super parlay and they give you extra juice on it. Really? <laughs> it's an extra, it's a super, a super parlay boost. I was like. Are we seriously doing this? Not only is one of these pre-populated things bad, you're going to take the second pre-populated one and combine them two to make one play, and they're going to give you an incentive to do it by giving you better odds, thinking that, like, oh, this is easy. I don't have to do anything. I just take that and that, combine the two, and I got my bet. Oh, my God. I used to sit in the room when I got back from West Virginia, when I and I kept saying, we need to offer them if if they go if they do a four game parlay or more and go over, double their money, pay them two to one, and the guys were like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You guys come in here and cry every day 
every single day that we need more parlay business, but you won't go get it. I said, give the people a what reason to do the parlays in town. <laughs> so if you go over on a four gamer, you get two to one. If you go over on a five game parlay, guess what? You get five to one. Wow. I said, what's the difference? I said, it's just, just as, as hard, hard to go over for five. So I said, true. and they can laugh and say, geez, if I go over a disjoint, I get my money back times two times five, multiply it up half the parlay, whatever it pay. If a 16 pays 45 to one, give them 20 to one to go over. Well, you know what they're going to do. They're going to round Robin and this and that. <laughs> of course, I know what they're going to do. But you're going to still got to do it. We'll right. monitor it. You right. guys want to drive handle, and now everybody's doing it, and we're in the industry going, what the fuck did we do? <laughs> Why are we doing this? We, we're telling people to do the parlays. They're they're telling them they should do it. It's 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 hard, right? Yeah. So here's a quick story, though, just to, just to be – stay on time here for a second. You're the one who made me aware – and I, I remember we talked about this – I don't know, maybe about like one of our second or third conversations ever on the air talking about the excise tax that you – when you win a sports bet, you get taxed at the window on the excise tax. Like I didn't realize that. I was like, wait a minute, you're taxed right away? Like, yeah, you're taxed right away. It happened to me with the damn – And I asked, where'd the money go? Like, where's the money go? <laughs> and everyone kind of goes, well, it goes to the government. Yeah, but what do they do with it? Because yeah. whenever our representative, who has been fighting against this, uh, Dina Titus has been fighting against this for decades or decade, saying, where is the money going? When you tax sports gamblers, where is that money going? And the federal government has no track, has no record of where it goes. If it goes into the ether. It, like, there's no direct track record. So she wants it gone. Well, no, this is the only federal tax that Nevada pays. Yes. So she wants it gone. So two Democrats in her own party, and one guy from Connecticut, Richard Blumenthal, want they, they now want to use half of that money to make Dina Titus be quiet. They're saying, okay, fine, we're going to tell you where the money's going to go. We're going to take half of it, and we're going to use it for problem gambling. So mm. go ahead. She calls it redundant legislation, saying that states already have this, and they've been funding these sports betting problems for the last five years for responsible gaming to address gambling problems so she's saying this is ridiculous the federal tax of 0.0025 on every sports wager which got created back in the 1950s as a way to tra uh, track 0.25 percent no 0.0025 percent right. 0.0025 yeah the book the book is this is not this is on the book this is on the sports book not yeah. on the, the player this right. is on the book yeah the, the book, book has to pay this every time they take a bet the book pays this excise tax. Yeah. So it's, it's for a hundred dollars. It's two and a half cents. Yes. So, yeah. but it's not, but it's not based upon the actual dollar amount. It's based upon the, it's a, the whole handle basically. It's right. not individual so for bets. every hundred dollars, yeah. it's, it's yeah. So you, two and a half cents. So you get hit it's on it. Nothing. It's nothing, but it still adds up to being a pretty good amount of money. Yeah. But and it's, they, it's a joke compared to, any other tax in any other state. There's no other tax. Right. But they paid you guys, bookmakers paid 22 million in this in 2022. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy. That's it adds up. That's nothing. Well, I mean, okay. It might be nothing, but that money could be gone 
back into the pockets of bookmakers. That money could be kept by the books. They got a deal because nobody thought back then that they would even work. Yeah, put the, the that that was the that probably the handshake deal fifty years ago. Whenever that was made, they had to pay a tax. Okay, charge them a quarter of a percent. Yes, right. Yes. Okay, you know, <laughs> I mean, if she wants it to go away, it should be tripled. Really. You want what are that you talking about? Ooh, if you I, want to make money from see the taxes, you, you think it should be about? tripled? You think bookmakers should pay triple that on an excise tax? Who's making the money? We don't know. That's the problem. Government, the government won't say. She asks all the time. She tries to go and get the records, and the government won't give it to her. We don't know where that money goes. That money that's, goes. Woo! That's a Fugazi that's number. It's it's one of the crazier things. You're the one who told me this. That it's I a Fugazi know. number. It, 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 no one knows where the money goes. They tax it. They take it. And when anybody raises their hand and says, hey, where's that money going? They're like, ah, job. Uh, we uh, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> like, don't know. So the bookmakers, like, what are you taxing the bookmakers for? Why, why are they paying an excise tax? You're right. This is the only federal tax that bookmakers pay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait till they get a load of this if they're going to do this nationally elsewhere. Like right now, that's why the states made the money grabs. Yeah, right. They did. Right. Because there is no other way to get the tax money. Nevada hasn't had to pay anything other than that the handle on the ta uh, tax on the handle. And it's minuscule. It's nothing. So but it adds up. It adds up. It's minuscule, but it adds up. Look at the handle. It's 22 million. It's a lot of money. Look at the handle for the year for Nevada. Yeah, I know. This is like, this is like $10 billion. Right. 22 million for taxes. Stop. It's not a lot of money. It's a drop in a bucket. Hmm. So drop in a bucket. If you're trying to get tax money, it's listen, she should probably not be talking about it. What? Oh, she's been talking about it for 10 years. She wants it gone. Because the books, the, the bookmakers here want it gone. Of course. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. would too if I was if I, I would too well, if the I was casino them. owners, the hotels, the book guys. Yeah, they might get a bonus. Of course the book guys want it gone. Yes. I'm good, I'm good with the being gone. I, I, I it, it, If you can't tell me where the money is going, then I think I'm good with the being gone. Well, yeah, it's tell just, me the money it was gone. odd. I read that article and I was like, oh, they wanted to go to the problem gambling. Well, who's yeah. wanting the problem gambling money? Because they're <laughs> not spending is, that. It already is going to the problem. I mean, every state has a problem gambling thing. Madeline, yeah, but they don't was, use the money to do that. When Madeline made a joke. It was funny. So I, I was sitting there when Julian Edlow was on the DraftKings ad on the pregame show before the yeah. football game. She was like, Daddy, isn't that you guys' friends? I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, Dave and I know him. And then she was like, it, it, at the end of the, you know, all the different words. She's like, why does every gambling ad have all those words on it at the end? Of it? <laughs> so I was like, because they have to. <laughs> She's Not like, this looks weird. Because they have to. They have to. It was yeah. just funny. She was like, what is all that? Like, what? what why is all problem gambling? She said, what? Why is all this with problem gambling stuff? It's like, don't right, ask, man. They just don't ask. Time for better to book. <laughs> All right, we'll roll here. Uh, here is the trend. Four games. If you missed the show yesterday, here is the trend I am betting in college basketball today. I'm testing this theory. Conference play. Teams who have lost a road game in conference who are now back at home in conference as home dogs. Kansas State plus one and a half against Baylor. This game is now a pick. K-State. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think this, this, I'm not crazy about this one. I'll say book it and hope you're right. K-State's been playing well. Yeah. Oklahoma State at home against Kansas. Like this number this now one. is seven. Yeah. You can I get like a better number one. now. I got six and a half. You can get seven now on this. This is the one. I I, I like this one. Take okay. the dog. All right. Book, I'll bet it. Penn State plus six against Please. Wisconsin. Why? <laughs> I was hoping this one didn't make the list. <laughs> I'll say I'll say Bennett. Okay. I, Penn State's tough this season. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then this number is going all over the place. Arkansas plus six and a half against Texas A&M. Plus six and a half. Is that right? Yep. At home. Yep. Arkansas lost four, three. four. It's what? It's Texas A&M minus three. You got six oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. No, no, I got two and a half. Sorry. 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 Wrong number. Oh. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. I was going to say. I wrote the same number as, I wrote the same number as, as Oklahoma State. Sorry. Okay. Two and a half. Two and a half. All right. I was going to say. trouble here. <laughs> no, two and a half. Um, let's say bet this one. Arkansas. This is, this is backs against the wall. They're 0 and 3 in the SEC. The benefit of, you like Oklahoma State, they're 0 and 3 in the Big 12. Right. Arkansas is Oh, and three in the SEC. Both those teams are desperate for wins. Did they West Virginia actually beat Texas over? They the whipped weekend? them. Didn't beat them. They whipped them. They beat them by six, seven points. It's crazy. Situations like this. Same. That's where what? That's what. That's how I started yep. looking at this because I went wait, 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 wait. Let me look at this. Iowa State. I bet it. It won. I bet Indiana State. Drake lost. West Virginia. Texas. That happened. It's been it's been five games now, and then yesterday right. with Michigan was the same. That's what cinched it. Michigan at home against Ohio State. That's what made me go, okay, there might be something here. Let's play it for a day. Let's just test the theory for a day. Right. Here are four games in which we found this trend. Let's see what happens. If I go three and one, I'll be happy. Right. So that's the that's the thing. Uh, no super chats today, so we can go right to favorite thing about today. All right, let's give it to you quick. Number one, uh, I went down and met Stewart last night. From NSD Wrecking Crew, he cashed his uh, contest money. He said to say thanks to the Brigade Proxy Service, me and you, the show. He loves it. I met a music-slash-record producer who was friends with him, who has a studio in New York City, who we're going to talk about a bunch of things. I said, watch the show. So hopefully what's up? he's watching the show. Doug, if you're watching the show, thank you. But... That was number one, and I wore the line stuff, and Stuart mm. was very happy. And he said, if we even have an inkling of going to Detroit to do anything, he's got us covered. And when Stuart says it, I believe it. All right. So wanted to put that out there, number one. Okay. Number two, my oldest is leaving for college tomorrow. I can't believe it. She's 20 years old. She's independent as hell. But at the same time, she can't remember to like put the toilet paper in the bathroom <laughs> when there's no more toilet paper. Because right. and I tease her that is it too heavy to carry from the garage upstairs? She's twenty, right? But like this is a big move, and I can't wait to feel the emotions that I'm going to feel when we leave. Me and Jess, mm. we were talking about the check-in for the uh, airlines, mm -hmm. and I said, "Well, what about on the way back?" And she's like, "She's not coming back with us." And I was like, "Oh." That's right. Okay. And I just looked at my wife and I was trying to pretend like that was a normal thing. Yep. But I, 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 then I went to get them drinks and stuff this morning and I was like, wow, that's going to be wild. 
So that's number two, uh, you know, brigade and people that have done it going to lean on you a little bit for this because it's the first time I'm 53 and I love experiencing things for the first time. It'll be fun. So if you have any advice, all you old guys or people that have done this, <laughs> I'll be interested to hear. And number three, favorite thing about today is today is my wife's birthday. Yeah, Jessica's birthday is today. Oh, one, one, six. And um, it's a big deal because she's at that point now where she like downplays it. And we have so much going on. Usually tonight would be a big dinner night you know, pick your spot. That's our tradition in the house. You get to go and say, I want to go here. You want Mexican food. That's your favorite Mexican place. Everybody shuts up, even if they don't want it. And everybody goes to dinner. So if you guys in the chat can do that, happy birthday, Jessica, that'll be good because she will watch the show. If I tell her to watch the show, but if you guys all light it up, not saying there's title shots, there's definitely no title shots tonight for the birthday because We'll be up and on a flight, hopefully, or stuck in an airport somewhere. But there it is. Oh, happy birthday, Mr. Meyer. That's great. But, yes, so my favorite thing about today, I told her I had something special planned. I was driving around, running errands this morning, and Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing, came on. One of my favorite songs. Marvin Gaye is one of my favorite artists. I was in the car with the windows down singing. All of it, and I said, came home with Jess and said, "Happy birthday!" I said, "You like Marvin Gaye?" <laughs> what are we doing, Jason? In case he stopped it, <laughs> title shots on the flight. I've never done that. Never mind. I don't well, want to. Not in those bathrooms. Those bathrooms are nasty. Can't even move in those. Nasty. They're taking, and it's like, yeah, just not, not even. No. You know, uh, there, there you go, happy. There you go, Mikey. Very hey, good. look at that. Yeah, that's There's great. A super chat from. Jessica, um, excellent. I'll be fast, but it's so true. And I, I have, when your kid is sick, it sucks. The worst. Madeline is really sick at the moment. And so she's, oh. up, she's upstairs fighting it at the moment. And it's just, when you have a chance to thank, you know, your thank, whatever you want to thank for the universe, whatever, for your health, just if you're healthy today, just know that not everybody is, <laughs> your kids are healthy oh. and not everyone is. So it's always, I knew something was up last night. I was listening to her breathe at night and I was like, she doesn't sound right. And then nope. she woke, she woke up at 5 AM and she was like, I don't feel good at all. And I was like, uh Oh, so yeah. So she's fighting it for the week and I got to start school tomorrow. And I don't know if I'm doing that. <laughs> so I got to figure that out in a little while, but uh, oh, I, I forgot one more thing. Yeah. I spent Your daughter's the morning back. in one of the errands yeah. was lining up boxes all of the hats that were created over the weekend right. went out this morning. They did. So those of you that have been contacted know who you are. Be on the lookout for all of the, the hats the hats that have gone out. And please, if you get one, if you could take a picture of you in Pop the hat up. or at least a hat at a we'll location, re we'll retweet tag it. the show, tag yep. me and Matt on Twitter. He's at Sports Talk Matt. I'm at Sports BK Can Sing. And um, that would be great, but they're coming. They're on the way and there's more. I'll tell you about it after we get off. I, I had another text 
meeting this morning oh. about some other stuff. So, Ooh, okay, we'll very good. Thank you guys. Remember, no show tomorrow. Okay, we're off tomorrow, back Thursday, Friday. We don't know time yet, so be on the Discord channel, bvbshow.com. Uh, come and join that, and you can know when we're going to go live on Thursday and Friday and what the lineup's going to be, but we will be on Thursday. We will be on Friday uh, coming up with those things. So looking forward to all of that. Dave will be on the East Coast. I'll be back here in Las Vegas. We're going to flip-flop. I was there. He was here. So now we're flipping. He's going to go do that. No show tomorrow. Talk to you on Thursday for a new episode of BVB.